Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. And here we are in the second to last chapter of the book of Genesis as I continue to try to encourage myself and you to read, be reading God's word and doing a little almost verse by verse quick overview of all of Genesis and getting close to the end. And here we are in Genesis 49. Jacob, or also his name was changed to Israel, has now blessed all of his sons. And we are ending this chapter here. So let's let's start verse 28 of Genesis 49. All these are the 12 tribes of Israel. This is what their father said to them as he blessed them, blessing each with the blessing suitable to him. Then he commanded them and said to them, I am to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephraim, the Hittite, in the cave that is the field at Machpelah, to the east of Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham brought with the field, bought with the field from Ephron, the Hittite, to possess as a burying place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife, and there I buried Leah. The field and the cave that is it is is in it were brought, brought bought from the Hittites. When Jacob finished commanding his sons, he drew up his feet into the bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people. And I'm going to start into <clears throat> chapter 50 because it really continues the moment. Then Joseph fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were required for it, for that is how many are required for embalming. And the Egyptians wept for him seventy days. Seventy days. All right, now, I did a terrible job of reading through some of those names and towns and places but you know I'm, I'm probably not going to get a whole lot better at some of those but one of the things about reading God's word is the more you read it the easier it becomes or at least the easier it becomes for you to understand what you're reading I know some people say why well, I, I hate reading the Bible it's so hard to understand so get a translation I use the ESV I really like the ESV other translations that are good are the NASB but that may sound like a little bit like old English if so if you find the ESV hard to read maybe the New King James or the NIV and some of them are better at their translation and some of them are not as good as others but getting you into reading God's word and an accurate translation is super important so in this here we have the explanation of the blessings and Jacob giving his last wishes, if you will, where, where he wants to be buried. And then we have Joseph weeping over his father. And of course, for this part of Genesis, the story is really about what God is doing in Joseph's life. And, and so the main character is still Joseph. And so here we go back to Joseph weeping over his father. And he is the man in charge. And so he's quickly able to get the physicians of Egypt to do the embalming. And probably the physicians, because the embalming process in Egypt was a very religious process. 
and he didn't want their priests involved with what was going on with his dad. So he's going to get the physicians. Another interesting thing that we see here is that the Egyptians would weep for Jacob for 70 days. And that's the highest honor. Matter of fact, historically, the highest uh, amount of days that was ever given to one of the pharaohs was 72 days. So Joseph ranks, I mean, Jacob uh, ranks right up there with the very top pharaohs and how he is honored at his death by the Egyptians. And that's a just an interesting thing to think about. But what do we what do we take from this story as it continues? And one of the realities of life is that we really have limited control while we're alive. While we're dead, we have no control. But there is a God who is always in control. And so as as Jacob knows he's dying, he quickly does this blessing. He's thinking about the future for his children, his grandchildren, and for this people that God has promised to make him a nation. And now he has become a fairly large tribe. And with his sons and his grandsons, how they're going to continue to grow and multiply and be this huge nation maybe one day. And so he's blessing them. He's seen their character. And so as you, if you go back and read through the blessings, you'll see that he highlights some of their character, some of their good and some of their bad. And, and so what is it, what is it that we have control of right now really is our character. It is our, hopefully you have control of your emotions, right? But our emotions can sometimes really wreck us. It can. So in the blessings of Simeon and Levi, it talks about how their anger was terrible. And so that that's part of their character. They These were two men that allowed their anger to rise up to the point where they killed people. And so Joseph, Jacob brings that out. And when he's blessing them, he sees the warrior in Dan. I didn't read that yesterday, but if you read it, you'll see that he sees Dan as a, as a mighty warrior. Also, some of the names in the Hebrew sound like some of the Hebrew words that these young or these men are being being said to be like. So sometimes that gets tricky in translation. But the main thing is today, as you move forward with your life, what are you doing to have godly character or to become more godly in your character? And what are you doing to control your emotions? We we can't control a lot of things around us. Matter of fact, there are some things around us that we have no control over, but you do yourself. And as Jacob breathed his last, it was no longer up to him what happened. Nothing was going to be up to him. He he was hoping he would be buried where he requested and his son would his sons would follow up with that and do that. But he really they could bury him right there. They could do whatever. He has no control. Once you're dead, you have no control at all. And so it's what you do now with the life you have right now with today. Today matters to press on with all that God has before you. So let's let's seize the day and go after it. Let's redeem the day. Let's redeem our time and rejoice because this is a day that the Lord has made. 
So let's rejoice in that. Let's rejoice in what God is doing and not focus on some of the things we can't control. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day. God bless.